Hey, everybody. Do you guys enjoy what I do here on the podcast? And do you enjoy listening and watching to what I do on YouTube as well? Maybe you're trying to think of a way to help support these projects and, and content that I release. Well, I'm going to give you one idea to think about, and that is Patreon. I'm not sure if you realize it, but Midgard Musings is available to become a patron uh, to on Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash Midgard Musings, and you can help support what I do here on the podcast and across my other social media platforms for just as little as a dollar a month if you so choose, right? So if everybody who's listening and watching what I do pledge just $1 a month, that would help tremendously. There are other tier levels of support that you can choose on Patreon. So head over to patreon.com slash Midgard Musings and see what fits you over there. As always, thank you so much for your support. Let's get back to the podcast. All right, everybody. Hail and welcome back to the next episode of Random Heathen Ramblings with your host, Jesse, here on Midgard Musings Podcast. So thanks so much for joining me back here for uh, episode two of season two. You know, we're... uh, we're rolling heavy through this uh, new year. 2021 has already started off as a absolute dumpster fire already. <laughs> it's like it just, you know, a number doesn't mean anything. A date doesn't mean anything. We're all just in this together, you know, man? Like, uh, I don't get involved with a lot of debates when it comes to the, 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 the mess of things. Um, I have my thoughts and opinions, but I, I, I don't use this platform or any of my other platforms to talk about it. And why is that? Because it doesn't matter. It don't matter. Um, but I am going to be talking about something today that did kind of get my uh, cages rattling. Uh, this one kind of did matter to me. And, uh, maybe it'll matter to you. I figured it would be a good rambling uh, discussion. Um, another cool thing is that uh, here in just a few minutes... We are going to be hearing from a listener of the podcast who is the first one to send a voice message. So we're going to feature that here in just a little bit and uh, talk about that and uh, see what he's got to say. But um, as a reminder to everybody who is listening, if you go to anchor.fm slash Midgard Musings. If you have the Anchor FM app or sorry, the Anchor app on your phone, you can go to the Anchor app on your phone. It's a free app. Um, and you don't have to you – know, you just sign in with your social media account or whatever. You don't have to set up anything special. Um, but anyways, the voice message thing. If you go to the app and, and find my podcast, you can send me a voice message or you can go to your browser and go to anchor.fm slash musings and send me a voice men- message like this awesome guy did because I want to hear from my listeners. I want to hear from you and I want to feature you on the podcast and answer questions or – you know. Just give you some recognition and thanks for not just listening, but for engaging and interacting, you know, because that's what it's all about is the interaction and the engagement, you know. Um, And uh, so so speaking of, you know, engagement, interaction, I uh, I talk almost every day to um, my goalie who was on the last episode, Dingo. I talk to him pretty much. Mostly every day, if not every other day, um, he's not feeling too good right now. Fortunately, it ain't it ain't the Rona, um, 
but he's he's battling uh, some flu-like symptoms. He's already been tested; it's negative with the Rona, so he's he's just dealing with a pretty heavy-duty cold or, or, or flu uh, sort of thing. So he's kind of hunkered down and, and taking it easy. Um, but uh, over the last few days, me and him were talking and uh, going over some things about a message, so, some text messages or or, or, uh, or Facebook messages or whatever that he was receiving from a, a longtime friend of his, you know, a guy that he's known. 20 plus years or 15 plus something like that i mean a, a long time uh, and not just knowing who he who he is and not just knowing each other but actually having you know uh, shared in some uh religious or spiritual uh sort of things a, a previous tribe uh, member uh, of, a, of a of a tribe that i was not a part of um but back in the day uh, there was this group or, or a thing going, and uh, these guys were pretty tight and, and have been over the years. But uh, as of late, there's just been some really odd things that the guy's been uh, coming at Adam with. And not naming names because, again, it's not my place, but uh, suffice it to say, it's uh, it's been pretty wild. So he was sharing he was sharing with me the screenshots of their conversation. And, and I think one of the things that – I don't know the, the context or whatever behind it. All I know is that um, – my YouTube channel, Midgard Musings, Eric Shervin's channel, The Raven's Call, um, and a couple of other podcast and uh, you know media channels or whatever uh, information was being shared. And then the response that I saw was from the guy saying, "Is this?" And, they, and I'm going to you know use air quotes. So just imagine when I say air, air quotes, "Is this air quote heathenry?" Just an, an extension of chaos magic because, and then in big bold letters. Nobody knows anything about what ancient Scandinavians actually believed. Um, so let's uh, let's get one thing straight. <laughs> let's get one thing straight about this. Um, first of all, heathenry is not an extension of chaos magic. You're talking about um, a belief system, a religion. That predates chaos magic, which was really only um, introduced or, or brought into a uh, into a word, into into a phrase, into anything like I don't know, like from the like the uh, '60s or something like that, right? So no, heathenry is not an extension of chaos magic. And then the 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 comment that nobody knows anything about what ancient Scandinavians actually believed. Um, you're wrong, <laughs> and I provided some sources, um, mainly from Alcidu.com, Robert Sass over at Alcidu.com. A lot of his articles, um, which are, are blog articles and things that, which are mainly focused on the uh, old ways, Alcidu, you know, uh, Saxon heathenry, Germanic heathenry, stuff that is very, very strongly uh, rooted in historically accurate sources, you know. Um, really hardcore historical reconstructionist type things. Very, very in insightful and very informative. So that was one of the first things that came to mind because I'm like, all of the uh, articles that I've read um, on that on that blog, when it comes to you know the meaning of bloat and how the ancient Germanic tribes um, this, and the sources and stuff the way thing. And I and I was telling Dingo tell this guy i'm like here's an article let him have him read it and i said this, this is barely just even scratching the surface because 
there's so much information that if you want to take the time and learn and read, you will definitely find the way that, quote, ancient Scandinavians, as this guy is putting it, believed or, or, or performed. Now, I will say that do we know how individual hearth cults were, were you know, individual practices, individual things? No, not, in, not necessarily in its entirety. But there is a lot of information about um, how bloat was held, you know, when, how symbol was held, these, these certain rituals. There are certain uh, recounting of events from people like, you know, Tacitus, Tacitus and, and Adam of Bremen and um, even Fadlan and, and, and some of these other people, not necessarily who were there to do those things, but who encountered or, or were witness to or had, you know, direct uh, uh, things told to them and they documented it all down because the Germanic peoples weren't great at documenting things and, and, and retaining those things. Um, but, to, but to say that nobody knows anything about what was done and he said ancient Scandinavians, I'm, you know, Germanic tribes, what they actually believe. Yes, there is. There's, there's, there's absolutely sources. So plenty of people know about what these uh, these individuals and what these things uh, or what these people thought and what these uh, belief systems were, were, were based around. And I don't know, you know, if there was some uh, some 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 tomfoolery going on or whatever, because, again, he's asking about is this an extension of chaos magic? You know, it's 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 like do you get a touchdown when you're playing golf, you know, or 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 or. or you score three points when you hit a home run. You know it's apples and oranges. It's 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 not even the same thing. You're 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 trying to correlate or, or relate or ask things. It has nothing. One has nothing to do with the other. Um, and then so when Dingo gave this guy this information, he's uh he's he's calling them. And I'm, and it's like the, imagine saying mistakes, like it's a mistake. Imagine saying mistakes. But you're Mike Tyson. Mistakes. I can't even say it. Mistakes. I can't even say it right because it sounds so stupid. Just more mistakes. The guy says. I don't even know what that's supposed to to mean. If he's, I don't know. Um, so he's asking, uh, is it religion or magic? This this whole heathenry thing. Is it a religion or magic? Parts of this parts of this religion have magical, uh, uh, you know, things that are correlated. There's there's magical elements to it. There's magical things about the practice, you know, because there's magic in so many things. There's magic in poetry. There's magic in war. There's magic in crafting of things. There's magic in medicine. There's magic in so many different things about just things that aren't religious. But he's asking, is it religion? or magic, both of which he says is uh, a belief system. You know, and Dingo's response, he's like, it's it's both, like anything else, you can have both incorporated. I mean, there, there's, there's magic to, to almost any religion. You know, when you, when you boil right down to it, you're not, you know, taking one over the other or, or replacing one with the other. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, I don't get it, you know, when I've, I've said this before and it may strike a nerve, but that heathenry is a religion. It is. There are spiritual aspects that kind of cover things 
um, that have to do with our individual experiences between in this profane space between ourselves and other uh, entities other spiritual uh, beings right um, so this the spiritual elements uh, and the religious parts of things there there's a difference between them but our interactions with the gods and the sacred is absolutely religious there's, there's no way to to say otherwise I think and um, you know the elements of, of magic that exist occurs when we engage in such things as bloat you know or our own private rituals or things that maybe we don't have a quote historical source or a you know known way that the quote ancient Scandinavians or the Germanic people may have done things but we do things the best we can and when we experience when we have those experiences we have those moments that's there's magic involved in that you know it's a result of our inclusion in Urdabrun the Urzwell you know it's in the Havamal it's you know by the well of Urd I silently sat and I saw and meditated and listened to men's words there's things that happen you know in profane space with our interactions with with the spiritual realm and, and you know we're talking about things like the whites of our of our land and of our home this, the, the the localized land whites or the or the, the, the localized kof gods or house gods or whatever you want to call them the house whites who's so many different names for these things you know if you don't if you don't believe that that's that there's religion that that's a religion that there's religious experiences with that and dealing with this uh, the spiritual realms of things yes there's a there's a separation between religious practices bloat you know major sacrificial um, gestures and things of that that yes there's difference between that that we have a record of and that we have information about between that and things that we don't know that we practice as best we can and create our own hearth cults and our own traditions but it's absolutely a religion um, so that's my little rant um, <laughs> about this conversation would definitely like to know what you think about it so send me a voice message through anchor.fm slash midgard musings or install the anchor app on your phone and go ahead and shoot me a voice message and let me know what you think and i'll uh put your response on the next podcast so with that being said uh let's go ahead and hear from one of our listeners and uh respond to that accordingly hi jesse this is crow from the deathlanders here in idaho i am uh, the gothi of our tribe um i am reaching out and i i've listened to all of your podcasts i think they're amazing and they're wonderful um i would actually be up to discussing anything um oz a true or norse pagan or whatever um just so that uh i could actually reach out and see if there's any other like-minded heathens um, around me and maybe to find some solidarity amongst the, uh, I don't know, the, uh, not the upset, but the uh, divides of uh, Ozatru as it is in modern day uh, between cliques. But anyways, I hope you hear this and I hope you get back to me. Hello, Odin, and drink lots of water. All right, so that was awesome. Um, 
hearing from Crow uh, from the, as he said, the Deathlanders tribe in Idaho, somewhere in Idaho. Um, Crow is the Gothi, as he just mentioned, for uh, the Deathlanders. Somewhere in Idaho. I wish I knew more specifically where in Idaho because you mentioned, um, you know, looking for some like-minded heathens uh, or pagans and, and stuff out there in the area. I can only imagine how remote and perhaps isolated uh, Idaho is and, and how you know, connecting with people in such remote areas may be a bit difficult and um, would love to um, find some more information about it. I did try to do just like a quick, you know, so many people are on social media. I thought, well, maybe Deathlanders, um, Tribe, I don't know. Like there's not, I, I'm not finding anything and I would love to, you know, let people know because I, you know, most of my listener base is, is, is in the United States and uh, I've actually never been to Idaho, uh, Crow. So I hope you find some people out there in, uh, in your area and anybody who's listening um, that may know what I'm talking about. Um, share it around and maybe get in touch and, and, and see what you can find. And shoot me a message here on uh, on Anchor.fm slash Midgard Musings. Shoot me a voice message if you have any more information about where people can uh, can locate the tribe and and uh, see what's going on out there. So I'd love to make it to Idaho one day. It's one of the very few states that I've not visited in all of my travels. That in Montana and Alaska. Everywhere else I have been. Um, but addition to all that, so just want to say, you know, thank you, Crow, for um, calling in, messaging in, and, uh, you know, appreciate all the listening listening that you've given us here, uh, listening to all the podcasts. Um, you said you're up for discussing anything that is also true, pagan, what have you. Um, yeah, that's what this channel is about. That's what this podcast is about. Um you know, all the stuff that I have on Midgard Musings doesn't always get over here, but because this, this platform that I, you know, podcast on is, uh, is a bit more random in its nature and uh, just trying to have a bit of fun. So um, glad that you're enjoying it. Um, you know, one thing you mentioned was um, trying to find, you know, some solidarity amongst the, the divides between cliques in modern day Ossetru. And I, and I thought that was an interesting thing to bring up. Um, and just having this one-sided opinion on it after hearing it uh, was kind of my, weighing on my own uh, bits on this whole thing. You know, um, cliques and um, separate, you know, groups of things, you know, that can be challenging with any, um, with anything that you're doing, trying to, to uh, establish yourself or establish, you know, uh, a connection with people. Um, but, you know... The, the, these clicks that you're talking about I don't know if it's you know political or if it's you know otherwise but um I think that's one of the biggest challenges that we have as heathens in modern in modern times um, is that because everybody has a different opinion on so many different things but the political air in the world is, is so thick um, and so toxic that it can kill almost anything. It can kill long-time friendships and relationships. So imagine what it can do when you're trying to, you know, establish something new uh, or build on something that you have established and build onto it. You know, if 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 difference of opinions and cliques and, and, and things when it comes to, you know, the political climate or whatever, it's 
if if something like that can destroy lifelong friendships, imagine the impact that it has on things uh, such as this, which don't have as much, uh, you know, tenure, not as many miles under the tires, as it were. I hope that there's a way that your tribe can grow um, and that you can find, you say, you know, like-minded heathens, that people can gather and, and, and do things together as a tribe without letting the, you know, ridiculous opinions of your political, you know, uh, inflections or your political persuasions affect the growth of the tribe. Leave that stuff out of it. It's not a, that's it doesn't have anything to do with the growth of a tribe. So don't even mention it. Don't even bring it up. Don't even talk about it. Leave well enough alone and worry and, and focus on that in your own, you know, private space, your own hearth, your own homes. That's my thoughts and that's my opinion. You know, because we're never going to get 100% um, to where oh we all get along because we're all heathens. That's not that's not how it works. I, uh, you know, with heathenry, and that's not how it's it's ever worked. Every tribe over this over the centuries and, and whatnot have you know, uh, done things slightly different. There's been similar similarities and, and, and some nuances that haven't changed. Um, but every tribe, you know, had their own uh, tribal traditions, their own family traditions that that extended past the homes and, and may have influenced how the tribe was was doing things. Um, so. That's always going to be a thing. How your tribe does stuff, how you do things, all that. It's your haul, your call. And, um, you know, the, the clicks in modern Ossetru or modern heathenry, I don't really know what else you could possibly be referring to, but you're welcome to enlighten me in another message if you so choose. Uh, Gothi Crow from the Deathlanders in Idaho, who ended his message with a Hail Odin and drink lots of water. Indeed! Good sir, indeed. Hail the All Father. Drink plenty of water, man. I am drinking some scotch right now because it's Friday night here in Middle Tennessee on uh, January the eighth, and so I've I stay hydrated. I've drunk plenty of water today. We'll we'll, we'll continue to do so, and um, yeah, I uh, it's it's Friday night now, so I'm I'm moving to the to more. Uh, libaceous drinks speaking of drinks um yule is coming up for us here uh for my tribe the Haridi folk in middle tennessee and uh our yule celebrations will be on january 30th following the final full moon of the month the uh the yolamondo yolamondo so we're having our yule feast uh on the third night of yule because it falls on a weekend and it's more convenient for our tribe to get together on a Saturday night than it is on a Thursday when the actual full moon is hit. So we're going to um, ride off the coattails of that full moon and enjoy um, a feast. Um, so that's coming up in just a few weeks. Another cool thing that's coming up here in a, in a couple of weeks is I will be a guest on another podcast that I've been featured on once before a couple years ago. Um, so I will be on the uh, flatline to beatline. And that's flatline, the number two, beatline. Flatline to beatline with Nightshade. Uh, it's got a YouTube channel. It's on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, 
I know he does his podcast on. I don't know. I'll find it. Check the uh, the title of the video or the or the info information of the video, and I'll. Uh, I think he's on you know, Apple Podcasts. Probably some. I don't think he does anything here on Anchor, but he may be on Spotify and all the other major ones. So I'll try to leave the information about his podcast up there. But I'm going to be uh, a guest on his podcast here in a couple of weeks um, or a few weeks. Uh, I think we're doing something the weekend before our Yule feast. Um, so that's that. Yeah, that's what's going on going on there. Um, looking forward to talking with him. Not really sure when or what, sorry, we're going to be talking about, but uh, I'm sure it's going to be it's going to be fun. Um, also, I said, speaking of drinks, and then I started talking about Yule, because what do we do at Yule quite often, at least in this in this tribe? We uh, we enjoy drinks, and we enjoy mead, lots of mead. And uh, one of the things that my wife got me, uh, so we still have our, you know, our Yule tree up or whatever, uh, from the Christmas holiday with our families and, and whatnot here in Tennessee. And uh, the gifts that her and I are exchanging... Um, we didn't do anything over the Christmas holiday. We, st- we decided to wait. But now that we're in the Yule month, right, and, and we're, we're getting closer to the actual celebration of it all, um, she's like, I want you to have this. I want you to have that. So we've started exchanging some gifts, and there's still a ton of gifts under the tree. And, uh, you know, but we started yes, was it yesterday or the day before. And today she's like, I want you to have another gift because you know, I want you to have, you know, have it now instead of wait. Um, beautiful bottle of uh, Donsk Mured mead um it's a, it's the brown bottle so for anyone that doesn't uh it, or isn't aware um it's one of the best meads that i've been able to find in stores around here i know there's way better mead uh, out there on the market um but around here in this market um aside from like ordering it online and, and, and whatnot it's uh it's it's one of the better ones around that i've had so the one that is the most popular is the Vikings blood. Uh, comes in like a dark bottle and it's you know got like high notes of hibiscus or whatever. It's a very rich red color. Um, but the one that she got me is the Dunk smeared with uh, ginger and hops. Comes in a brown bottle, and it is one of my favorites. Um, Reba, I think it's called R I B E Reba. Reba. Uh, mead has got uh, notes of apple or something in it going on. That's a really awesome one. Also comes in like a brown bottle made by the same company. Um, but you already know, uh, I've got my scotch. That's what's going on here on a Friday night. I'm not opening up the bottle of mead until Yule because that's just one of many bottles that is going to be uh, used uh, throughout the night. So, um, you know, when it comes to me buying mead, that's the brand that I go for because I know it's 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 good. Or you know about good enough. Um, if I can get locally sourced mead, you know locally made mead, uh, then of course I do. A um, buddy of mine makes his own mead. Um, I know some folks that also are home brewers, home distillers, whatever you want to call it. Well, you don't distill; you ferment mead. So whatever the home brewers of mead um, in this area, I, I know some people uh, who do the thing and. Their meat is awesome and has been part of our Yule feast before. That's been a part of ritual and whatnot before. So 
Don't know if we'll be getting any of that for Yule this time around because of the way things are and, and just, you know, not seeing a whole lot of people in person to get it. But um, it's always a nice addition to to things. Um, and uh, so I don't know exactly how many bottles of mead we're going to get. Uh, we're, we're having a small feast with our nearest and dearest, our tribe. And if everybody brings a bottle of mead, um, we should be good for the night. So... We're going to have a roasted ham and, and this nice you know, kind of stew, uh, some good breads and uh, soups and a meat and cheese tray. We're going to try to really go all out. My wife and I, uh, we don't want anybody to bring any food. We want to, you know, as the hosts, we want to provide the big spread for everybody. The big spread, you know. So that's that. Um, and then... Coming up, uh, by the time this podcast goes out, it'll be, like I said, uh, a couple of nights before the next YouTube video is released. It's going to be premiering on Sunday at 12 p.m. Central Time on the YouTube channel. Um, I've got Matt Petrie from Odin's Beard Woodworking joining me for that video. So it is currently rendering uh, after some post-edit work being done on it. And um, so tune in for that. It's a live premiere. Um, on YouTube Sunday at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. So that'll be 1 p.m. Uh, in the Eastern Time Zone. And it'll be, uh, I guess, uh, 10 p.m. on the Pacific West Coast. And it'll be about 6 or 6 p.m., I think it is. Yes, yeah, 6 p.m. in the UK. So wherever you're listening from, make sure to tune in on Sunday on the YouTube channel. You know, just go to YouTube and search Midgard Musings and you'll find us. So, pretty cool things. Pretty cool things going on uh, with, with the channel and with the podcast. Not so much with the world. It's, it's been a crazy time and I really don't want to talk about it because if you talk about it and you talk about all the negative crap and you give attention to people who shouldn't have attention drawn to them, you're uh, kind of per- Perpetuating the the ridiculousness, perpetuating the I don't know. You're you're putting a negative light, putting light on something negative, and it's just you know. Some people will say that uh, if you don't say anything, you know, then then, then you're uh, advocating. If you stay silent, you're advocating. And to that, I say no, because if you stay silent and observe and watch, and learn and, and study then you are actually the one who is wiser. Yes, there are times that action needs to be taken and things need to be done. Uh, But focus is being shifted to places that uh, a lot of people have no business worrying about because um, what are you doing for your own, your nearest and dearest, your hearth, your tribe, your community? What are you doing for you? Let the rest of the world and the rest of the other bigger pictures things take care of themselves and I don't know I'm sure I'll get some smack for that I'll probably get some voice messages about me being some uh, you know liberal heathen or leftist or something like I don't know what you're gonna try to call me I really don't care but anywho enough of that it's it's random heathen ramblings and I'm being so random right now that it's uh it's absolutely ridiculous is absolutely ridiculous Um, 
so yeah that's about all i've got for this uh this segment of the podcast because as you already know with every podcast episode what do we do we do a random hovamol reading stanza from the hovamol and uh talk about it a bit and uh break it down and offer some insight so when you're listening to that and you want to share your insights on a pod on a, on a stanza here on the podcast you know how to do it you just send me a voice message through anchor and i will feature it on the podcast and we can have a you know like i'll respond to it and feature here so just like i did today for crow from the deathlanders in idaho so let's go ahead and take a quick break and uh listen to some things some really important things actually guys i want you to um, got a really cool prom- promotional thing going on here uh, till the end of the month. You'll be seeing some stuff from me on my social media uh, following today. That is going to be uh, an update on a, on, a, on a promotional thing I'm over at Odin's Beard wood, run- uh, wood Burning. And I'm not the one running it. I said that incorrectly. I am um, involved in it, but Matt and his wife are the ones who are actually running it. I'm just involved as, as, a, as a supporter and as, and as a health. So... Let's uh, let's go ahead and take a break and, and hear some words about all that. And when we come back after the break, we will review the random stanza from the Hovamal that is selected. So let's uh, let's take a break and be right back after these messages. Unique, one of a kind, silver. Pagan, heathen, and occult designs only at Maccabay. There are various Mjolnirs listed on two different Etsy shops. I'll be providing those links for you here in just a moment. And they also do custom work. And like I said, they have various pagan, occult, and other heathen-inspired religious jewelry designs. Um, And specific custom work uh, requests are welcome. You can follow Maccabay on Instagram, which is at Maccabay Designs. That's M-A-K-A-B-E-T Designs, or on Facebook at Maccabay. Now, to find them on Etsy, you'll go to etsy.com slash shop slash Maccabay Designs. That's M-A-K-A-B-E-T Designs uh, for all the socially acceptable designs. And then for more of the fun occult and adult type designs, you can go to etsy.com slash shop slash macabre hammer that's m-a-c-a-b-r-e hammer check them out today and let us know what you think odinsbeardwoodworking.com is currently running a very special limited time offer which is going to give you five percent off your next order you can order god poles goddess poles multiple custom commission pieces made by hand with no power tools by matthew petrie ceo owner and founder of odin's beard woodworking now if you go today and place an order with odin's beard woodworking for your next altarpiece and use the discount code team midgard musings at checkout you will get a five percent discount on your total order now that offer is running only until the end of January. So you have plenty of time to consider what you want to get and place your order today at odinsbeardwoodworking.com 
And remember to use the discount code Team Midgard Musings to get your 5% discount. Check it out today. Hey, everybody. Did you know that Midgard Musings has apparel for both men and women and even children, children and infants? Not going to lie. It's pretty cool. Uh, Midgard Musings apparel is available on Teespring. Teespring offers awesome quality uh, merchandise. I own one myself. I actually bought my own merchandise. You got t-shirts, you've got hoodies, um, you know, bathing suits, uh, and all other kinds of things too, not just apparel. Um, Cell phone cases, tote bags, masks, right? Because of this whole pandemic thing. So if you go and search for Midgard Musings Teespring in your web browser, you will find a link to the Midgard Musings store. Pay attention now because the URL is a bit wacky. It is midgard-musings-store.myteespring.co. All right, but it's easier if you were to just go to Google and search for Midgard Musings Teespring Apparel. Um, take a look and see what you got. Like I said, we've got sweatshirts, t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, phone cases, tote bags, onesies for infants, coffee mugs, um, all kinds of neat stuff. So head on over to Teespring. Find your Midgard Musings apparel over there. It does help support the channel monetarily. So take a look and see if there's anything over there that you like. We've got all kinds of sizes and colors for men, women, children, and even infants. So the holidays are coming up, and these make great gifts for your loved ones. So go ahead and check out Midgard Musings Apparel on Teespring and let us know what you think. Thanks. All right, everybody, hail and welcome back. Thank you for taking the time to endure that awesome uh, break that we just had, man. You know, a lot of cool stuff coming at you from a lot of different places over the last few minutes. Uh, so check it all out, especially, especially that promotional thing over at Odin's Beard Woodworking, guys. I've owned, I own, you know, several pieces of Matt's handiwork. I've talked about it a number of times here on the channel, and I've also or here on the podcast, and I've also uh, showcased it and stuff plenty of times on the YouTube channel, through you know, videos, live streams, all kinds of stuff. So definitely please take advantage of that and help help out a heathen business, a small business, a local business uh, be successful. You won't regret it. So here we are back at it again with another random stanza from the Hava Mall. And today's Random stanza is going to be stanza 73. Uh, so I'll be starting to uh, read you the Hollander translation. We'll switch over to Thorpe and Auden and Taylor, maybe some Bellows, you know, and then end on the Jackson Crawford translation. Wanderers model. So stanza 73 and the Hollander translation reads thus Two will down one of tongue is head's bane. A fist I fear neath every furry coat. Uh, the, uh, let's see. Let's do, uh, we'll do Bellows, Thorpe, and Auden and Taylor. So the Bellows translation reads, Two make a battle, the tongue slays the head. In each furry coat, a fist I look for. 
And in uh, the Thorpe translation, to our adversaries, the tongue is the bane of the head. Under every cloak, I expect a hand. And then on the Auden and Taylor, two beat one, the tongue is head's bane. Pockets of fur hide fists. And then lastly, um, over on the Jackson Crawford Wanderers, Paul Vimal, his translation reads, Two men will defeat one. Your tongue can endanger your head. In every hand hidden by a cloak, I expect to see a weapon. Now it's random. Um, and say what you will. But I think it's very fitting given some of the recent events that have been taking place here in uh, the United States. Horrible, horrible things going on. Um, and this country of mine, this country of ours, the larger listenership of this podcast, this country of ours, is going down the toilet. One of the things that I take away from this particular stanza is, firstly, don't go around picking fights when you're outnumbered. Know your opponents, know your enemies, know the battle. You know? Um, too many people going around digging around in, in, in dirt that ha- they have no business getting dirty in and, and putting their nose in business where things don't apply to them or don't matter to them and, and they're stepping out of bounds. But hey, you do you. Whatever. Um, nextly, or nextly, if that's even a word, uh, the next part that I wanted to you know, bring up was um, in the Christian Bible, um, there's references to the power that uh, your tongue has. Words, you know, carry a lot of weight and things that you say can do a lot of damage and have a lot of influence um, in many ways. Uh, but we're talking about, you know, some things that are um, destructive and, and whatnot. But uh, even in even in the Christian Bible, there's there's references to this, you know, uh, and there's even some old old timer, you know, uh, people that have walked this earth, people that have been on this planet for way longer than me or you or uh, some of the so many other folks maybe listen people that have been around a while you know the tongue gets to wagon tongue is writing checks that your butt can't cash you know you start uh yapping you know yapping on that yapping that jaw and uh next thing you know that jaw gets clocked you know you start entertaining things that don't need to be entertained you start yanking on ears of dogs that should be best left lying still and then you turn around and get your ass beat, or you get your ass bit, or you get some act right put on you. And all of a sudden, it's, Whoa, well, well, you know, well, don't go around kicking hornets' nests. Don't go around doing the things that are gonna make matters worse. Um, and then you know the last, maybe minor part of it, you know, uh, uh, where he where he's talking about, you know, a fist fear every furry coat or you know a man's furry coat hides his hands um, make sure you've got uh, you know don't get caught out in the cold you know don't get uh, <laughs> don't go out unprepared make your plans and preparations uh, in advance when you can you know 
And um, especially now and today, you know, guys, I've been seeing some pretty crazy things. Um, you know, stuff getting shared and you don't know what to believe is true or not. So you got to investigate things yourself. And uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing some things that are going on in the world that are uh, very concerning. And um, I try to do my best is to not worry about things that have no impact over me, that I have no control over. Because worrying about it isn't going to fix anything. And worrying about things isn't going... Uh, there's even a stanza in the hall of them all about that. I'll try to find it for the next episode. but um, And make that one the random uh, stanza. You know, but, but worrying too much about things that we can't control or worrying about tomorrow when it hasn't even come yet you know like there's no there's no value to that and there's no good that can come from that be prepared you know make preparations and know that when things happen and when things uh kick off or whatever that you're all that you're prepared for stuff you know you make the best preparations that we can uh but we don't live in fear and we don't allow the the actions of of so many others outside our own hearths and of our own inner circles and our own Inangar you know the actions of others outside of a our uh, nearest and dearest we don't uh, we, we, we can't allow things to uh, to affect us in such a way that we can't function and we're no, of no use to those loved ones of ours so um, that's the stanza for today it was a, like I said again stanza uh, 73 so if you want to offer your own insight or, or share some thoughts yourself, please go ahead and send me a voice message on Anchor, uh, either through the Anchor app on your phone or through anchor.fm slash Midgard Musings. Everybody's got a smartphone these days, so what's one more app, right? <laughs> what's just one more app on your phone uh, to send a voice message over here to one of your favorite podcasts all over the world? So the podcast is continuing to grow. We're reaching more and more people every day. You know, the United States, Canada, the UK, Australia, Europe, um, Asia, all over the place, man. It's, I love seeing the growth of it. So please continue to whatever it is that you're doing that is helping this uh, podcast grow. Please continue to do it. Please check out all the ways that you can support Midgard Musings through your uh, you know, views and comments and things like that on all the content that I've got out there. Subscribe to Midgard Musings on YouTube. Follow me on Twitter, like the Facebook page. I mentioned about the Instagram, but I really don't um, have anything going on there because I can't get logged into the son of a gun. Uh, and Patreon. Patreon and Teespring are, are the two biggest ways that you can help support um, what I do here, not just on the podcast, but also uh, everywhere else. Hoping to get some new equipment this year uh, to, to boost my... Uh, video recording capabilities and, and things like that. Maybe that'll be something that happens in 2021. That's a goal of mine. Um, so anything that you can do to help monetarily donate to the channel, you know, buy merchandise, become a patron, uh, you know, buy merchant, whatever. You know the drill. It's all up there in the link tree link. So check it all out. See what fits you. Um, thank you all again so much for listening to today's podcast. It's not going to be a very, very long one, but it was a fun one, you know. Uh, so whatever it is that you're doing, Wherever you are, please stay safe, stay healthy, drink plenty of water, hail, and as always, may your hearth fires continue to burn bright.